0: Uh, 2023 uh April. Demetri Downing here again with my co-host George. George
1: Statches, Pure5.
0: But you gotta do your tagline too. You always I like the tagline.
1: Better, cheaper, faster extraction.
0: Benzinga is buzzing on Thursday. There's industry professionals, cool people everywhere, industry leaders. We have the great fortune of having two. First of all, I don't know Kim Sanchez, but I heard her speak yesterday and there was like five panelists. And I'm like, we have to have her on the podcast. So thank you for just randomly joining us. This is fantastic. And Aaron Smith was walking through the hallways. This is the kind of individual you just spot. So we had to grab him. I mean, he's like a legend in the whole cannabis world. So we had to grab him. So we ju- jumped on. Thank you for jumping on, Aaron. Yeah, man. And thank you, Kim, for, for joining us. Sure. So I want to focus a little bit about who you guys are, your journey through cannabis, so people can get to know you, what your companies are, where you're at and how they get a hold of you It's a pretty simple process, and if you have anything really cool or really sexy, sexy, I'm thinking about Aaron. I'm thinking about the stories that you could tell about the cannabis industry. I and Kim, we're just getting to know each other. This guy has like a lot of experience, but we'll get into. We should do a whole podcast on you later, but let's start with uh, Kim. You want to introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. Uh,
2: Kim Sanchez Real. I'm co-founder and CEO of Azuka. And Azuka develops uh, advanced formulations for all forms of ingestible cannabis. So beverages, any edible you can think of. And what we do is we uh, have figured out ways to process the cannabis molecule, which is an oil, right? So think of this as a THC molecule. We encapsulate it in a hydrophilic coating, and then we can put that into any edible or beverage and make it fast-acting, which is kind of table stakes now over traditional edibles, like they have to be fast-acting. Um, but more importantly, we can deliver a Delta 9 euphoric smokers high now in an edible form. So key to social consumption for people who don't want to inhale is to be able to have that euphoric experience in a beverage or an edible. So we can deliver that now. Uh, and they taste great. So, And what we do is we license these formulations to brands and manufacturers. We have license agreements covering about 20 states, Canada, Puerto Rico, uh, South America. And... Uh, so. For example, uh, one of our brand partners is WANA. We love working with the WANA team. Uh, we're the quick in WANA quick. So if you are a brand or a manufacturer and are looking for to take your edible, your formulation, your beverage to the next level, we'd love to be your sort of intel inside partner.
0: Aaron's probably besties with the founder of WANA, knowing his history. So let me real quickly introduce Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith, you want to introduce the audience?
3: Uh, yeah, thanks for pulling me in here. I was just coming over to say hi. But, um, <laughs> no, it's great. I'm- uh, yeah, I'm Aaron Smith, the CEO and co-founder of National Cannabis Industry Association. And for going on over 12 years, we've been representing uh, independent businesses in Washington, D.C., making sure that uh, can- the voices of the cannabis industry that aren't otherwise heard have a seat at the table as we you know, move for national legalization. And so uh, we're, you know, it's great to be here, connect with a lot of old friends and new uh New alike, um, this is a really exciting time in D.C. As we have a new Congress, uh, we have you know a couple of years left of the current, uh, well, the current term of the administration, and um, I think that we do have an opportunity to get you know safe banking and perhaps some other uh, some other possibilities uh, around the edges, and then five years out, you know, comprehensive cannabis reform.
0: Aaron's name's up there with the likes of the Steve Foxes, the the Chris Cranes, the. Rob Campias, the Andrew D'Angelo's, the OGs, the guys who've been legalizing cannabis and helping push the needle forward state by state, and eventually at the federal level since 2010, you've been around. So we really appreciate you. So one of the reasons why I grabbed you, so people know you, <laughs> it's just a sign which of respect, you know, this yeah, is Aaron yeah. Smith, he's in the house. <laughs> so, but, Yeah, but
3: check it, out uh, org and <clears throat> find out more about our association, but we're, we're doing what every other industry does, which is make sure that they have a platform to advocate uh, you know, across the country, finally get this get this plant legal.
0: Yeah, and then one of the things, I, I was listening to Kim speak yesterday, and I was like, wow, that person, the world needs to know her. And you, you, I saw your panel, I'm like, I was hoping I'd run into you. So how did you get involved in, in, in this? What, what was your start? What, cannabis, the cannabis world?
2: You know, most of my background is in tech and finance. I call myself a recovering venture capitalist, but I really, a few years ago, wanted to move into the wellness industry. And uh, to be quite honest with you, I was one of those people who was like completely brainwashed in the Nancy Reagan, just say no generation. I was not a cannabis person. And um, I was introduced to Ron Silver, who is the other founder at Azuka. And uh, I said no twice, um, because I for a lot of reasons. I live in Albuquerque, he lives in New York. I'm like, there's 13 million people in New York. So the you can, two of your co-founders. you are you co-founders. You can find a CEO in New York, you don't need one in Albuquerque. Anyway, long story short, um, I decided to take a pause and, and really diligence the industry and I was absolutely ignorant on the history of criminalization. So I once I unpacked what had happened in this industry and around this plant, I went from you know, afraid of cannabis to skeptical to like oh wow this is interesting to all the way in. So I did that whole journey, right? I I bought all that propaganda that they fed us. Yeah. You know, and we were Well, little this kids. is one of the
0: guys you should thank um, for unraveling the whole thing. Well, thank yeah. you. Are you guys NCA members? You have to be in that same
2: we uh, have sorry. been mean put on the spot we, we have been. I am not currently, but we can they, talk because I really believe I, – I, I started my career on Capitol Hill working in the U.S. Senate, so I get it, right? Lobby um, days. Lobby days are coming lobby up days. in May. Yeah, lobby days um, is
3: coming
0: up. I,
2: I know a lot of people up there, and I'd uh, love, to, love to help out because I think advocacy for anyone listening who's in this industry needs to be involved. You need to know yeah, and, your members of Congress on a first-name basis, which means you need to show up and support them. We have a them, recruit.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Right?
2: When they're trying to do their work too, right? It's not – a one. You know, having those relationships is not a one-way street. So that's how I came to cannabis. I was looking for something in wellness. I was tired of working in tech. And, you know, the universe sort of said, you are going to come do cannabis. And it sort of goes all the way back to when I was a little girl and I loved mixing concoctions. And, you know, the first book I bought when I was 12 with my babysitting money was, you know, some home remedy, you know, concoct. So I've been doing, I've been mixing up botanical stuff since I was, you know, shorter than this. Um, So it was kind of coming back home to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I did have that Nancy Reagan just say no, you know, me, nightmare period of my life.
0: No, me, me too. Yeah. I, got, I got my education from the, the, the guys in the industry. I started to realize that these were the – I came in the industry, like, as a businessman looking for money, and I started to realize there's the good guys. The good guys are with Normal. The good guys are with Weed Maps. The good yeah. guys are with NCIA. The good guys are with the MVP. And it took me, like, 12, 2012, 2013, 2015 to understand that this was a community of movement, and it got me into like naturopathic medicine and holistic medicine. And out of the doctor pill, doctor pill conservative Absolutely. thinking, got me into yoga. I mean, the cannabis industry saved my life. You know, I thought yoga was like for crazy ass hippies, you know, before 2013, 14, 15, 2016. Now I got my certification in yoga and it, it has saved, so the cannabis industry saved my life. I use edibles to sleep sometimes. And it, and it helped me get rid. me understand substance use, substance right. abuse. Right. I was abusing the hell out of alcohol in 2012, 13, 14, 15. You probably remember me at some of the conferences. I was drunk, you know. And now I'm like, I'm like sober up. I've used my substances unbelievably responsible. It's a great industry. It's a great movement. It's a great political movement. And why the hell aren't we federally legal yet, Aaron?
3: <laughs> well, there's a lot of inertia behind decades, of, you know, nearly a century of prohibition, but. Um, Like Kim said, you know, it's really important to know your members of Congress and to talk to them about these issues and just keep this at the top of the radar. There are hundreds and hundreds of different issues that Congress is looking at and priorities and thousands of lobbyists. And, you know, cannabis is, is, is raising, kind of moving up the ranks in terms of the priorities on, you know, on the minds of Congress. But we're still not there yet. We're still not at the top by, you know, by any means. So. Um, you, know, you mentioned Lobby Days, I think it's, you know, that's a really good opportunity for anybody <laughs> who really wants to see the inner workings of what's going on in Congress, what the, what the marijuana lobby is talking about uh, should be joining NCIA's Lobby Days. May
0: day. 16th and 18th.
3: Six, yeah, 16th I'm 18th. I'm trying to get up there. In uh, and, Washington, And, there's
0: some real, and real, it's really cool. It's not just lobbying, it's also networking with heavy hitters. See?
3: Yeah, it's really good. You meet you know, the top couple hundred uh, you know, engaged cannabis industry leaders in the country. Uh, we set up meetings for you across two days on the Hill. We have a reception with members of Congress and our, and uh, you know VIPs in the in the Beltway. It's it's very impactful experience and, and yeah, I think people make friends for life as well just in the industry because you're it's not just like going to an evening event right. where you're hanging out and meeting people for a couple hours. You're working together toward common cause for two days.
0: So Kim, this is the idea behind Meet Unshackled. These are the conversations that happen in the hallways of these conferences, like at Benzinga. So like you know, here's Aaron. Hey Kim, you know how's it going? There's George. You know, we're, we're going to be best friends. I know you guys are. <laughs> I mean, this is it's, you are a capital and, and, and you were talking a little bit about and I, w- I want to actually want to share this first, but then I want to get into federal legalization. What you guys talk about the panel yeah. uh, about what you think might happen there. But to talk about this, because you do mention in here one of our sponsors, you have a Jack Herrera in here somewhere. somewhere. What, what is this?
2: Yeah. So one of the things that that I want to do that our company wants to do is is really normalize cannabis consumption socially and in particular in beverages um, and as a replacement or substitute for alcohol. So one of the things we have done is we it's in there. So we've created uh, a product that's a cannabis infused simple syrup. Every mixologist on the planet, every barista on the planet knows what to do with simple syrup. And so we want to make it just as normal as going to a bar and ordering, you know, a margarita um, or any other beverage, uh, but have your cannabis infused version, which is much healthier for the body than the alcohol infused version. So we created this. This is just a fun little thing. Um, It's a recipe card for cannabis cocktails. The only cannabis ingredient you need is our infused simple syrup, which is very cost effective to produce. We can license it anywhere in the world. No capital um, investment required. And then we just give these things away. This is kind of fun little, um, this is a, a, a little mixologist recipe card, right? So we made up some fun names, like the Fancy Nancy Whiteman, uh, the Maraginita. Um, there's a, a Jack Rear and Coke, Nito Mojito. This is my actual personal favorite cannabis beverage, we which need, is a mojito like a, made with our simple syrup. We need and like alcohol. a Mita margarita. It's in, there. It's, in there. it's in there. It's in there. The Earl fashioned. Um, so the high ball. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the point is, you can have perfect cannabis cocktails today. You can be a distributor of this. You know. Mm-hmm. And again, we just we just give this stuff away. We make made it up for fun to make it easy and, and to normalize cannabis beverages socially. You make these at home. So.
3: Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. And I've I've always thought that you know cause the the fast titration and probably you know relatively lower dose in beverages Absolutely. is the future. I think, right. you know, that we we're talking, we've been talking about this replacing alcohol. And, Absolutely. You know, maybe, maybe in Minnesota you see, you know, alcohol and cannabis beverages sold next to, you know, next to each other and probably, you know, hopefully more and more, more yeah. of that in the future.
0: Right. I, it's safer than alcohol, so why Absolutely. not? Right. Absolutely. And, and, and hopefully one day, and, and I know the NCA probably can't speak on this, but it's something that I'm really interested in, is I want to see direct from manufacturer, from farm to consumer or patient as quickly as possible. That kind of uh, leaps over kind of some steps that, pe- that people think are important, but really the patients and the consumers want direct from manufactured consumer, just like wine, you know, yeah. and, and so does Amazon and so should history. And there's gonna be a lot of debate about that at the federal, as it goes federally legal, as to how that structure looks and stuff. And, so, and there's, I
3: mean, and now NCIA an supported like federal legislation that, you know, gets there. Um, you know, there's a the, the I can't remember it's Earl Blumenauer's bill, but it was mm-hmm. basically it would allow cannabis sold through the mail. Uh, and that's, that's why, t- and that's why it was federal, so that you know you could have cannabis sold direct from a you know from a small farmer to a patient. Uh, and you know, I think there's there's room for that, and there's room for everything in between. You know, there's no yeah. reason to take a protectionist view of this. You know, the industry because there's there's room for everybody.
0: The the old the old Dimitri might have like approved of a protectionist concept, but I caught the bug of the, the spirit of liberty and freedom that comes from, I'm not sure if it's from the cannabis plant or the cannabis community, but to me it's like one and the same. Well, it's a
3: bit, you know, this country, I mean, it's, it's it's a inclination is to protect what you have. I mean, when, when NCIA started in 2010, there was no adult use. So a lot of the medical business, a lot of the medical businesses were saying, hang on a second, don't support legalization. That's that's going to disrupt what we have. Well, right now look, you know, so the sky's the limit.
0: It, it took me a long time to realize you always have to do what's best for the patient and the consumer. That's what yeah. it always has to be. But there's a lot of special interests out there. I don't know, you probably wrestle with them. They're probably like saying, hey, you know, what's the NCI going to do to protect our retail? What's uh what about manufacturing on these guys investing giant sums of money in indoor cultivation in New Jersey? What are they going to do when Oregon comes flooding through and the great California flower comes to which the patients and consumers of New Jersey wants? Those are all, you're a Capitol Hill right. person, right. you know, you're aware they're going to be in Congress and Senate trying to nudge this, nudge that way. But I like what you guys do, just pushing the ball forward at the NCIA. It's really, really important uh, at the federal level through the NCIA. That's really good stuff. So what do you what you were speculating on 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 uh, federal legalization? What it might mean for the industry and the time frame yesterday?
2: Well, what I was really doing was starting to do the opposite, which was, um, you know, there's work to do in Capitol Hill. I was really advocating that people in the industry don't bet their business model on the timing of federal change because, well, you know, we thought we'd have some change by now. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, Aaron, it's Aaron needs hard. to work out so, um, I oh, thought for we sure be we'd, there with I thought May. for sure we'd have banking and 280E by now. Right? Um, so I'd love to see that. But, yeah, I'm not going to give a prediction on when it's going to happen. I'm going right. to, like, encourage everybody in the industry um, because there's so much financial distress in the industry right now, is to really think about your business model, how to be profitable and efficient in the world we live in, right? right. And prepare for the future world. But uh, in order to build a healthy industry, we have to also um, build growing profitable businesses in the world we live in today, and then work with you know your team and others to get the ball moved down the court. And-
0: Could you yeah. imagine we DC. had one million people there in May? <laughs> Like May
3: 16th? Yeah, the Million uh, Cannabis Operator March or something. The Million Marijuana
0: March, Million Member Marijuana March, something like that. It's it's not impossible. There's probably 800,000 plus licensed card carrying members of this industry now. You know, in in Arizona, I know we have 21,000 some odd card-carrying members in New Mexico. You guys have about 8,000, I think.
1: We're doing great in New Mexico. You know, in
0: California, there must be like 100,000 card-carrying members, industry professionals, I call them, you know, from a butt tender with dreams, an owner with an next strategy, people building the infrastructure, the cannabis industry together. They are all industry professionals, and so they could gather millions million strong and in March. Yeah, absolutely. You want to all put that together? <laughs> yeah, it's
3: a, yeah, get that together for us the next <laughs> month. Yeah. Well, we need corporate <laughs> sponsors.
0: So, what kind of people should reach out to you?
2: You know, if you are a brand or manufacturer and want to take your edibles ingestible program to the next level, give us a call. You know, uh, we'd love to work with you, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, Azukatime.com is That's our right. website. Uh, I'm Kimberly at yes. Azukatime.com. Um, And we've got a really cool new innovation that we just released uh, that is game-changing in the edibles and beverage category, which is we have uh, developed a way to deliver whole plant, fast-acting, strain-specific edibles with no extraction. So we take flour, right, and uh, a product called Whole Plant Activator, which is a a product that we developed that is, essentially a proprietary blend of plant-derived food starches and gums and then a special process that we license. But you take your flour, our activator, and you create an infusion, Mm -hmm. no capital equipment needed, and that infusion actually retains the terpene and cannabinoid profile of the flour itself into a fast-acting, full terpene, full cannabinoid profile ingredient. So you can then put that into a gummy, you can put that into a syrup for a beverage, which is like really cool. Um, and actually retain, in edible form, this Delta-9 strain-specific euphoric effect. So, game-changing. So, amazing. call me, yeah. I'll I'll show you how to do a that. A
0: lot of that was over my head, George.
1: Well, this is a great, great way to promote this um, plant and products. Like, uh, as you guys mentioned, it's uh, it's been a hobby for a lot of people, because this is a new industry. Come on, 10 years. Well, what um, executive you may have with that experience, or... Um, you know, I also started the same way. I started picking plants like a little kid and making teas and I figure out teas doesn't really work or they work slow, so what's the way to concentrate them? So here you go, extraction comes, concentrated, mix it, then everything is much stronger. Then it turned into a um, business, hobby business first and, and things like that. So and this is a great way to put it back into the drink, something that right. you can consume every day. And this is another way to, to promote this plant really natural without any chemical
2: back to the plant.
0: Yeah. awesome you have the approval of our PhD scientist over there good Excellent. job that was you I was confused but he, he's like he's like no she's right so you got this right yeah, no that's good that's good I'm a simple man I understand simple things but we thank you for being on the show thank you and we we, we got your Instagram already we got that right I
2: think so yeah. uh, Kim Sanchez trail on LinkedIn I'm the only one out
0: Kim there Kim Sanchez are on LinkedIn Aaron Smith, everybody who watches this next week should try to get out to Lobby Days. If you're anywhere in the New York, New Jersey area, get down there, contact the NCIA. Aaron Smith he's really easy to find everywhere. But what's the best way for people to find you?
3: Uh, the cannabisindustry.org is our website. And you can reach me at Aaron, double A-R-O-N, at
0: Yes, and every, every single person who ever listens to this, please join the NCIA. They are pushing, pushing the ball forward on federal legalization and we really appreciate what you do and what you've done historically with all the great guys and all the great leaders that I've met over the years that changed my attitude about things. You know, you really changed my life coming through this industry. I was like that, just say no, your brain's gonna get fried. Right. Nancy Reagan I can see it. person. And I changed into like, wait, one second. Everything on God's earth was put here for a reason. And as long as you're using your substances responsibly, medicinally, therapeutically, you're not dependent and all that kind of stuff that's how you should be so we really appreciate the work that you do and i hope to see you in may i'm trying to raise enough money to get there myself so it is you know a little flight from phoenix kind of expensive but i'll try and uh maybe we'll see you in dc and oh, and good. uh and we'll definitely see you around the cannabis industry thank you
2: thank luck. you for having me
0: thank, thank you. you guys yeah thank you it's been another episode of meet on shackle